Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, listeners. Dwight Beal here, and I am here with Chris Clark again, and... Thanks for being here again, Chris. Yeah, sure. You know, it strikes me, you're so humble when I ask you to introduce yourself. Uh, you just talked about your lovely wife and how you love West Michigan. <laughs> you didn't say anything about what you do. <laughs> That's true. Which I think is awesome, <laughs> to be honest. I completely forgot. Well, because most people, you know, what's the first question you, you ask people when you first meet them? So, what do you do? Yeah, where are you working? Right. Yep. And as if what we do or where we work ultimately defines us, which it doesn't, right. but uh, it, it is an important aspect of sure. our lives. So would you mind just sharing with us a little bit about you and Heather and what you guys... Yeah. Um, so we both work at Gentex, okay. um, which is really awesome because we're literally a few desks apart. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you see her from where you, see where it, you sit? Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a little creepy because I do electronics uh-huh. for work, and so I've got cameras up everywhere. Oh, so no. So I actually have one that points in that area. It's, no. like a, it's, it's crazy, but it's for work, I swear. <laughs> Chris, quit looking at camera four. What's <laughs> <laughs> my wife. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that sort of alludes to what I do is I work um, – Electronics, software, computer programming, that okay. sort of thing over at Gentex. And what's her department? She does purchasing. Okay. So we're completely different realms of the same company, but uh-huh. just happen to sit near each other. Now, is that how you met? Nope. Uh, we met online, actually. Ooh. Yeah. It can work. <laughs> well, and <laughs> has worked. It has worked. <laughs> Fascinating. Well, we could spend the whole podcast just we, talking we about that. Probably could. Yeah, that's for another day. <laughs> that's for another day. Okay. Uh, cool. All right. Well, let's jump into today's passage, and Chris is going to read this one out of the Message translation. So, and it comes from, let's see, Luke chapter two, verses eight to twenty-one. And whenever I hear this, I cannot help but hear the voice of Linus on the old Charlie Brown Christmas special. Lights, please. <laughs> and then he reads this passage or recites it from memory. All right, go for it, Chris. All right. There were shepherds camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly God's angel stood among them and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, Don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town, a Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you are to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherds talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and a baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met 
what the angels had said about this child. All who heard the shepherds were impressed. Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. The shepherds return and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they have heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they'd been told. When the eighth day arrived, the day of circumcision, the child was named Jesus, and the name given by the angel before he was conceived. I love it. Well, you read that every bit as well as Linus did. <laughs> Very different translation, though. Yeah. <laughs> so what does this reveal to us about the character or nature of God? I think the, the, the big point I had about the, the whole passage was we don't need to be afraid. Hmm. Like God, God is big. Mm-hmm. He's bigger than we can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. But um, we don't need to be afraid of him. Hmm. Um, he's personal. And yeah, he just, there's, when, when you're believing, you really, you have nothing to be afraid about. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to scan back. Did the, did the, yeah, there it is. Verse 10. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Yeah, that's good. Do you feel like the nature, and we're jumping ahead now to what does this teach us about people, but do you think uh, part of our human nature is to fear, is to be afraid? Yeah, I would say absolutely. I mean, and maybe that's because um, like, we inherently know right and wrong hmm. and we know what happens ultimately when you know we're on the we're on the side of wrong mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe that's where that fear comes in because hmm. i mean i don't know if if a bunch of angels showed up you know a lot of our first instincts might be like oh yeah what did i do or i'm sorry for blah 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 blah, blah or whatever it was the horrible hmm. thing that you did or thought or said hmm. So, yeah, I mean, and especially when from the yesterday's passage of this big God of the universe is coming down to see you. Full of grace and truth. Yeah. Yeah. It might not feel that way right. initially, and especially if heaven is emptying out to come see it. Right. I love that. Yeah, and I think there's a reason why angels so often, the first words out of their mouths are, don't be afraid, mm-hmm. because it's a frightful thing to encounter yeah you saw an angel that freaked me out Uh (laughs) uh-huh right absolutely one of the things that this strikes me uh in terms of the character of god that he chose to reveal himself to a field of shepherds Mm -hmm. which were kind of the blue collar maybe lower income bracket mm-hmm. kind of folks, you know, in that time. And I, I just love that he reveals himself to common everyday people. Yeah. He could have showed up at the temple. Right. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also, I mean, just he's showing up as a child, not like a full grown man. I think that definitely spe- like he's coming into the world like we do. And Thank you. Yeah. So not only did he reveal himself to humble people, 
Yeah. But he revealed himself as humble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As as a uh, defenseless infant. Right. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, because he had he had to trust that Mary would take care of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably had to uh, uh, pick pick his host carefully. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Knew what he was yep. doing. Absolutely. And we didn't read this part, but I, I love how in other passages it says that as incredulous as Mary was, that she got this message, you know, she stored it in her heart, you know, believed it and mm-hmm. stored it and just kind of trusted God with the whole thing. Yeah, I've got to say, like, and this is one of the reasons why I look at different translations is because when it was, it almost sounded like when Mary was saying, okay, I was going to keep these things dear and deep within myself. It's almost like she, it sounded to me like she was hiding them, mm. which I don't know, maybe in some ways was true, but looking at some of the other translations like for instance god's word says mary treasured all these things in her heart and always thought about them hmm. mm-hmm. so i mean that that's a different flair on the, mm-hmm. the same thing yep does this passage speak anything to you chris about human nature i mean aside from the um like the fearful mm. parts mm-hmm. um I guess in some ways it shows how very responsive we can be. I mean, because the shepherds are like, whoa, we're going to go check this out. And yeah, sounds like they just dropped it and went. Yep. So that's pretty cool. And then they went and told everyone about right. it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When we are excited, genuinely excited about mm-hmm. something, we want to talk about it. Yeah. Right? Yep. And... You know, this is a goofy example, but, uh, well, if we're really into sports, mm-hmm. I mean, people at work, they're talking about the big game last night and, and uh, you know, whatever it is that we're really into, like this afternoon, my brother and I, you know, we're talking about iPhones, mm-hmm. you know, and his is, you know, he's got an older one and, oh. and he's like, man, I think I should probably upgrade. And he's looking at mine. He's like, man, your, your camera looks better than mine, <laughs> you know? So for the next 25 yeah. minutes, we're yeah. talking about the difference between our iPhones and the cameras and, and we're looking up AT&T and what the deals are, you know? Yep. And, um, and there are times where I think, man, I, I want to be that engaging and even way more engaging when it comes to sharing what the shepherds were sharing right. that day. Yep. And yet culturally it's, it's harder to do that. It, it really is. Yeah. What, what do you think it was about those shepherds that made them so compelled to just go tell everyone? I mean, the song, go tell it on the mountain. Mm-hmm. That's what they were doing. Yep. I don't know. Um, I mean, given that they were shepherds, they, you know, like you said before, they're, they're probably on the bottom end of the income bracket or societal bracket. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know, I think oftentimes makes us more receptive mm. to good news and hope. Because mm-hmm. 
because like you know if you live life and you've got everything like i i don't feel like i have any worries in the world and you're just right kind of coasting through you might might not be as impacted right yeah Yeah. and you might not be you, you might be more worried about your reputation that's true yep so someone who maybe doesn't have a great reputation to begin yeah, with. Yeah, they're like, whatever. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. We got nothing to lose. Yep. And we just saw this thing that blew mm-hmm. us away. And then and then they traveled and saw the actual, yeah. Yeah. Well, my hope and prayer, and Betsy and I have been talking about this a lot, just how... Uh, how the fear of man is such a detriment sometimes to our witness. And and I'm just speaking for myself here that I want to care a whole lot less than I do about my own reputation and what people think about me, mm-hmm. um, especially if it comes down to sharing what I think is the most important news of anything, that God came down in the form of a baby and, I mean, uh, the angel said that God is giving a savior to the world and it's Christ the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so my more frequent prayer these days is is to be more like those shepherds uh, and quicker to go out and and strike up conversation with people and sure, slower yeah. to, to fear about what what it may mean to me personally. Who mm-hmm. cares? Yep. You know? Yeah, that's good. Well, Chris, anything else you want to add today? No, I guess just remember that don't be afraid to believe. Amen. Yeah. All right. God bless you all. See you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.